following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Let's Talk But No Politics Okay. I am your host, Andrew Lenz, coming to you every Sunday on the BICBP Radio Network. And before we get into today's episode, here's a message from our sponsor. Honey. <laughs> Douglas is going away to camp. So? So, so who's going to program the VCR? Panasonic understands. So this VCR is as simple to program as drawing a line. This Panasonic shows you what to do on screen. You can even use a phone to program this VCR. My parents don't need me anymore. They got a Panasonic VCR too, huh? If it's Panasonic, it's easy to program. All right. So it is movie review time. Uh, we have officially the gang all back together. The band is back together for everything. We have Marley back. We have- I'm alive. <laughs> no, I was getting tons of emails. What happened to Marley? And I was like, I don't know. She fell off the face of the earth. No way. <laughs> no, I'm, full I'm, full <laughs> I'm alive. I just like to take naps a lot. <laughs> she was napping before this. I did. I didn't nap before this. Oh, there's nothing wrong with a nap. I hate naps. I feel like I could accomplish so much more, but like during need it, the hour nap. I think you need the nap to accomplish. You need. I feel you need a nap to accomplish more. Yeah, it's like a midday brain reset, and I don't get to do that when I'm working. So I don't <laughs> got to like do it on my days off. I don't like them. I got too much going on. I don't have time to nap. I got it. I ain't got time to bleed. I ain't got time to nap. Okay. <laughs> okay, Jesse, the body from. Uh... Thank you. That's a funny story is my son wanted to watch the predator. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, watch the predator. And I don't know. I haven't watched it in years. So I'm like, yeah, I'm trying to think. And I'm like, there's nothing too bad. It's a lot of action, whatever. And then all of a sudden he heard Jesse, the body Ventura. This is going to get kind of explicit. Uh, you know, when he's passing around the chew going, this will make you into a sexual Tyrannosaurus. And he, he, he was, well, he's 10 now, but he was nine when he watched it. He was like, what's that? I was like, don't worry about it. Just watch the, <laughs> watch the people die. Don't worry. About it's a killer dinosaur. <laughs> this is all it. Don't just, worry about just, it. Uh, just, just, just watch the movie. Don't worry about that. So uh, speaking about movies, this is movie review time. And we are doing an interview with a vampire the the vampire <laughs> the vampire oh the vampire see I'm yes like, it is the, the vampire. vampire i am so off okay no, I, okay. shoot wait andrew's gonna watch a different movie than we did <laughs> oh shoot no no i watched i'm hoping it was the same one <laughs> interview with the vampire I, I always thought it was and i got my like grandma's syndrome like my grandmother couldn't say names so if my kids bring over a new friend and they don't have like a name that I've heard a million times, I have to repeat it in my head. I once worked with a guy named Kalen and I called him Caliper Corn Cob, like everything <laughs> underneath the sun. I think I called him Caitlin one time and it was just my brain couldn't register his name that fast. So if I mess up on titles or anything like that, I think I'm just getting old and beat down. So before we get into the discussion, here's the trailer. I want you to see we get started. So you want me to tell you the story of my life? 
I'll tell you my story. I'll tell you all of it. I'm flesh and blood, but not human. I haven't been human for 200 years. From the novel by Anne Rice. From Neil Jordan, the director of The Crying Game. I've come to answer your prayers. Life has no meaning anymore, does it? His name is Lestat. But what if I could give it back to you? Pluck out the pain and give you another life. One you could never imagine. I can see you lying on a bit of satin. <laughs> he chose one man. He gave him infinite power. Eternal life. And a daughter who would be forever young. This is the only real evil left. And then he took the light of day. You're a vampire. You never knew what life was until it ran out in a red gush over your lips. I can't stand this any longer. You made us what we are, didn't you? If God kills indiscriminately, and so shall we. Do you like dying? You condemn me to hell! Monster. One happy family. Take her to weep. End her suffering and yours. For do not doubt, you are a killer. I want some more. Tom Cruise. Brad Pitt. Stephen Ray. Antonio Banderas, Kirsten Dunst, and Christian Slater. Interview with the Vampire. All right. So, interview with the Vampire. <laughs> Marley, you picked this. I did. Why did you pick this? <laughs> um, I've probably seen this movie about like 50 million times. It's just such a good movie it's a it's a pretty good movie i liked it <laughs> i definitely gotta say i can understand and i don't want to sound sexist or anything like that but i can understand why uh, god <laughs> women would like this better than guys like i hate but- both vampire movies unless it's like blade Right. All right. Yeah, this one's not really like technically a love story though. It's 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 cool the way it was built up. Okay. In the All first, right, whatever. <laughs> My mom likes like, it too. The first part, the way that it's going, it was like broke back vampire to me. I mean, it's definitely cheesy now, like watching it. Back in '94. I was not alive then, but Oh, <laughs> I was. This was even anything like on my radar. Like I was like, I'm not watching this. It's funny because I'd never heard of it. But when you look at the cast, it's like, Still why have I never seen it. this movie? Right. That's what I was like watching the before the uh, initial credits. I'm like, yo, it's all these great, great people. In here. <laughs> it's super great. I was shocked when I saw Antonio Banderas. I'm like, is that is that Antonio right? Banderas? I'm like, that's that's pretty cool. Okay. But you guys slept on this movie. 
We did not. We just. Well, I mean, eventually you got to watch it, but thank God. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad. I'm, I'm glad I watched it, but then I'm not at the same time. But I'll get into more of that later. <laughs> like I said, it's definitely it was, a long movie. It, it was, but I think it needed to be that long, even though I felt like it was dra- uh, dragged out. That's yeah, fine. I definitely think some parts could have been condensed there. For sure. I needed more. I needed more of a backstory too. I I don't know. A, a backstory on what, like, like what? Lestat, Lestat, um, like who made the stat? They never said yeah, that. They never said that. They never. I think that was part of Lestat's character, though, because he was just like not willing to teach. Um, Louis. Yeah. He wasn't like willing to teach Louis anything of like the old ways because he was more of like a new wave vampire. And they they mentioned that in like the kind of underground cult scene or whatever. Um, Which makes sense as why he's in the new world instead of the old. Right. Like he's in the new world, like he's a new world vampire. So he really didn't have anything to teach. And um, whether that has to do with any, like the one that made him prayer, that kind of just set that character up almost for failure, but I'll get into that. (laughs) I don't know. There was just certain parts that I was like, I don't like, if you look at the plot, it doesn't seem like it's a, like a two hour movie. Like if you look at on Wikipedia, it doesn't seem like it's a two hour movie. But it is it like what is it two hours and almost three right? It was like two hours and eighteen minutes or something. I don't remember the exact runtime. I don't. I, was like, I watched it on I, YouTube, so I don't remember just because we watched Titanic after that, and that was like a three-hour movie. So yeah. oh, you get me started. Oh, this is on YouTube. Okay. Yeah, it was I, didn't like, to, I didn't have to rent it. You rented it? Yeah, I didn't know it was you on YouTube. Oh, I didn't know you rented it. I sure did. Oh, you always gotta like search it. You gotta say oh, you tell you what streaming service is on. I no, I no, I did the search it. thing, but it it wasn't on any streaming services, so it said rent for like four dollars or whatever. Oh. But we used the one downstairs, which has my mom's Amazon account. Oh my so gosh! My mom rented not... the my mom rented the movie. She you rented um. You could have had my mom send like the physical copy of it. We didn't have time. <laughs> we also rented uh, which one did we do? The other one you wanted to watch um with the baseball memoirs. yes but i've rented that so many times well yeah like, i'm just Amazon's saying it's just yeah. like here i'm just saying <laughs> so i don't know it starts off christian slater said that it starts off really kind of good like intriguing of christian slater sitting there interviewing uh louis uh brad pitt's character he's talking about it and he wants to die because his wife died and uh given birth and he's just kind of wandering through life he's a rich plantation owner where he meets up with lestat tom cruise's character and that's when he becomes a vampire because he's i don't i don't it was just so hard to get into because, like I said, I like Blade. So there were certain parts where I'm like, Blade's coming in. <laughs> right. Okay. I'm thinking like Blade's coming in with his sword. He's going to stab him. It's going to be awesome. And it doesn't happen. And then the other thing about this movie is it, it went from like Brokeback Vampire, like I said, to 
is this a buddy movie? Is this like a good cop, bad cop movie? Because this is that's the stuff I mostly watch. <laughs> so this is where my brain is going on this. Is this like good cop, bad cop? With stats like the bad cop, you know, he's going to break the, like you said, he's going to break the old school ways and go new school. And then you have uh, Louis Brad Pitt's character where he's like, I don't want to kill people. I'd rather just drink rats and chicken's blood all the time. And I don't want to kill. I want to save people and I want to be this good vampire. And that's where my head is throughout this whole entire movie a love hate good cop bad cop type of movie well that's definitely the vibe i got from it especially after kirsten dunce is involved mm-hmm. like with the kid and Lestat, how she's like i hate him but i like you let's just run away and he's like i can't he's the only one he's my companion was yeah, the word that they like, used yeah that and like he was his maker like yeah so like there's definitely a dynamic there i'm sure in like the vampire world um but yeah, no, definitely when she's in, she gets involved, it gets more to the get the bad guy out of the way so the good two can run off and do what they want to do. She wasn't necessarily good. Yeah, come she on. wasn't, but like, no, she definitely wasn't good. But I mean, she had a rotting corpse in her bed for God knows how long. True. And with her toys. And with her toys. Granted, she was like 30 at this point. Yeah, <laughs> that's the bad part. Also, too, it shows a great example of you ever wonder what a child vampire would be like where, you know, as a kid, you're like, I want something. So she just goes into the toy store or the doll store and just starts just taking the guy taking what she wants to get the doll. She kills her teeth. I would have killed the piano teacher, too. I would have bit the crap out of him, smacking my hands with that stick every five seconds. Right. Yeah, that was kind of funny. So, she just like looked at him super annoyed in the next scene he's like falling over on onto the piano piano wow I, marley doesn't do english either Good job. <laughs> this is a the best english podcast Maybe we should go to spanish <laughs> we should just go to spanish podcasting i don't even know what i just said uh, <laughs> <laughs> but the I, that's the whole kirsten dunn's character that i found cool is that she was just the spoiled brat and she had ultimate power so why not exploit it for the things that you wanted she had a crazy thirst though like, yeah, yeah she did like Lestat's thirst but worse that was the crazy part like the seamstress pricks her finger and then all of a sudden she's bleeding she's like oh let me kiss to make her feel better okay now let me just bite your neck and kill you right like it was like and then Lestat comes in and he like just treats her like well she is a child like she's grounded (laughs) yeah like it's normal or like a dog that pees in the house what did i tell you not in the house don't go around killing people and biting people in the house he's like who are we outside who are we we gonna get to fix your dress yeah that was like the first thing he said that was funny i think that was what like she was what he wanted louis to be for sure and he thought making her a vampire would like satisfy Louis's like need to be a father and would they would be like the three musketeers and just travel the world travel the world and eat people <laughs> while he eats rats yeah no that was the thing like i oh, think I lestat had the intention of giving louis a daughter and um 
they would be like the three people like it, it would snap him back into being what Lestat wanted him to be which is like a super bloodthirsty vampire that could walk around with him and like take over towns and with their their brandy named daughter that they had together isn't it kind of funny that he did like what i don't even know how to phrase this but once again without silent sexist but like the whole keep a man type thing like the girl yeah no i said the same thing okay i'm glad okay i said what did i say toxic um toxic woman vibes or something like that something yeah something he like trapped him in there he's like nope I made her. You drained her life. This is our daughter now. <laughs> My two vampire dads. Yeah. That could have been a see. That could have been a great sitcom. Then this movie. My I, two vampire dads. My two vampire dads. And with the traveling, where do they keep on getting the money from? That's what I was thinking. They're always living in some extravagant, beautiful place. I'm like, what's going on here? Well, they're vampires. They could just like kill the person of the house. And it's like the olden days, like the 1800s. They could just be like word of mouth, be like, oh, yeah, they left the country and verbally gave me their house. True. But even when towards the end of the movie, when we get into what, like 1988, Brad Pitt's walking around and he's looking pretty solid for 1988. I know. I mean, at that point, like a few hundred years of like, you know, developing this money, developing this like, um, you got a way of getting money, like saving it, stashing it away, or just like really just killing whoever you got to kill. To I like how you say that so quiet, and just killing who you got to do. Kill who you got to kill. You know, kill a guy. Sometimes got to kill people, Andrew. How come nobody caught him later on in life, though? I mean, technology did get better later on when it came to solving crimes. It's not like, ugh, pull the blood. We don't know who did this. Yeah, but there's no real vampire blood on them. It's yeah. just their blood. That's true. Because, like, every time they got hurt, they just regenerated right quick. Except That's- for Lestat. Yeah, Lestat. <laughs> that was the creepiest part. Because I'm like, oh! Like, after she had them uh, drink the blood of those dead kids. Yeah. I and thought she that, was like I'll put you in your coffin or something like that. <laughs> yeah, I thought he was going to keep those two dead kids for himself, like make them like his companions. Yeah, because he was just talking about like wanting like a brother for her because she, he was like, "You're spoiled. You you need a brother." And then she was like, "Well, one step ahead of you. Like, follow me." I got one. She had two. She had twins. Yeah, they were twins. Crazy. It was insane. But they did end up looking like quite like her. So like with the curls. Yeah. I like the part where she's cutting the curls and they just grow back. Yeah. And she screams like yeah. bloody murder. She will grow back. She will Can I change? That's <laughs> like, no. No, you cannot. That was I don't know, maybe because I'm not a big Tom Cruise fan, unless it's like Top Gun or Days of Thunder. I seem I seem like there was a lot of Overacting on the stat part. I think he was just like a <clears throat> flamboyant was, vampire. Yeah, like I just think that's kind of like the character potentially. He's ah, uh, he was definitely over the top. Like when he was laughing, like he would just make it seem like it was the funniest thing in the world to him. He did some messed up things, man. Just everything it seemed about him just seemed to annoy me more and more. And I'm pretty sure that's what the attention was. 
because he was kind I think of, so too. Because like when funny when he finally gets away, like gone from the movie, it's like, oh my god, thank God. Yeah. And he was like, okay, we get to see Brad Pitt kind of develop into something else. Yeah. And, and then we get to especially when they go to Paris. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See Antonio right. Banderas. It, yeah. 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 I think it's Paris. Yeah. I want to say well, it's Paris because yeah. that's where the theater is. Yeah. For some reason, I was thinking England, but I was, I don't know where the, where they were half of the time. They were moving around everywhere. It's well, t- Paris is where the old vampires were. I'm pretty sure. Like they were blending in with society because that's where Lestat was from originally. Yes. That, that makes more sense. Armand. I think Armand made Lestat personally, but I don't know. Maybe. Ooh, I like that. That's why. And then he tried to teach him the old ways and Lestat was like, no. Yeah. That's why like that part where nobody ever told Armand where, when Brad Pitt or like who made Brad Pitt's character, who made Louis. Mm-hmm. And then there was that one scene where Armand's like said something about Lestat made you great. Or like, I forgot exactly how he worded it, but he said Lestat's creation or something like that. Like he knew. Because then Brad Pitt's like, how did you know? Just a guesstimation here, though. Maybe. That's probably why he saved him, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He saved him. That was such a weird, like, 1800s way of saving somebody, too, with the, or night 18, yeah, 1800s way of, like, the horse and carriage and, like, the back opens up and he's like, get in. And he's got, like, like, I'm a vampire. Why can't I just run? Like, I can't just run out of here. He's got the feeder kid with him <laughs> driving the stagecoach. Yep. I would have liked to see more of Armand. And like, why did he let, I understand what he did because they were punishing him because of what they did to Lestat. Right. Cause in the old world, like that was punishable by death was killing one of your kind. But like, technically Louis didn't do that. True. I mean, the first time. <laughs> At least the first time. Well, isn't the second time self-defense, though? Maybe. Yeah. In a way, wasn't that self-defense? Because he was coming at him hard. He was looking crypt keeper-ish. So, you yeah, know. and you can totally like spin that and be like, I was setting my house on fire to cover our tracks. He just happened to be there. Mm-hmm. Like, how did he... My confusing thing is like when Kirsten Dunst kills... Lestat the first time because she was like you told me never to drink dead blood yeah and then she just kills him like how does he come back he says that he drank like the blood of the like crocodile alligator whatever and then the snakes and the frogs oh right 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 I must have just missed that little tidbit he regenerated everything in there that's all he needed some good blood good old fashioned blood which now that I remember that it's cool when the alligator like going at him and like you see all the blood. Now you realize that it's the alligators instead of the stats. Mm-hmm. Like cool. And he comes back to coming come and get him because of what what was her name? Claudia did. Claudia. Claudia. She didn't even want to be a part of this in a way. So I could understand why she was so angry all the time and why she couldn't grow or anything of that nature. Yeah, I mean, you shove anyone in a child's body for so long. Like she's like that one scene where she's drawing the woman she saw in the window and she's like, yeah. she's like, will I ever be like her? Nope. Like, or, oh, I, like when she's actually watching her in the window, she's like, I don't want her. I want to be her. 
And she still has like a childlike mindset at this point, but she like, like her body, like kind of knows, like she's not supposed to be like a child anymore. But she is because she's a vampire. She should be able to age. Oh, but yeah, but you're you're dead. So how would you age if you're dead? Exactly. Okay, I get (laughs) it. I'm going by like blade rules, okay? I'm sorry. I told you. Listen, every vampire movie is different. Like you got the twilight, they sparkle in the sunlight. Damn straight. Um, They run fast. Apparently, Louis cannot run that fast, but he can fly. They can fly fly? in this movie. Yeah, they show... um, no Lestat. Well, yeah, Lestat can fly, but like also, um, oh, you know what? Maybe Louis can't. I don't think Louis does anything but like strength. In the beginning, the very beginning of the movie, when um they're doing the interview, he uh, all the quick, yeah, you know, like he was oh, super he quick was to turn quick off then. the light and all that. Yeah. yeah, but like not for the rest of the movie. But he also Lestat actually made a nice little um. Oh shoot. I word blanked real quick. I don't remember. Foreshadow. He foreshadowed a little bit and he's like, oh, read that person's mind. Granted, it's Lestat. He could have just been lying. But um true. He also mentioned, um, what are you looking for? Don't worry about it. <laughs> uh he also mentioned that all vampires like have different powers and they like accrue over time. So if Louis didn't fly, he had the strength. And the quick movement. The quick movement. And he had the ability to stay away from like human blood because he didn't want to do that for so long. I like he still had morals. I thought the quick movement special effects, now that we're going back to that in the beginning, was like absolutely horrible on how they did that. Yeah, they just kind of like blurred it and then just cut the cut the camera to where he was again and just did it again. He was like, Is this a movie or a vine? Because that's all it reminded me of. Was it, like, was, it was pretty like silly. Like the choppy start and end. That's all. The the theater with the girl. When oh, they, my God. So bad. When they first go to the theater and they're doing like that horror like play and the girl's just straight going to get murdered and everybody doesn't even like nobody I don't think in the audience is catching on that all these people are vampires and this girl is straight going to get murdered by this guy. At the end, though, when they're all walking out of the theater, you can tell they thought something was up, though, because they're all like kind of looking terrified, just trying to leave the theater. See, I have kind of like a different approach. I think the entire theater was vampires. And so they were just like excited that. No, because I think you would have seen more excitement from the audience. Like at the end when they're all leaving, there's like people like holding their throats, like look like they're about to throw up and like they're just not true into it at all. They're like, we got to get out of here. Like notice nobody clapped. Nobody was like, right. Good show. Like whatever. They were just silent and walking out of the theater. Fair. Looking terrified. Maybe vampires don't clap. They're just like, "Mm, that was great. Got it. (laughs) They did the thing. They could have did the Tom Cruise tap thing where would be free. They killed that whole family. Do you remember that? Claudia is playing the piano for the family. And then everybody's tapping, but Tom Cruise has his cane and he just taps it on the ground. And he's like, Oh, great show. I don't. You don't, I don't know. 
I don't Where's, remember that scene. No, I remember that part. Like Claudia, like they said, um, it was like right when Claudia like first became a vampire and he's like reminiscing on the fact that she's like a brand new vampire. He's like telling the guy that's interviewing him. He's like, uh, Claudia had a thirst that was like greater than the stats or something like that. And together they would um, take off like whole families. And then it flashed to the scene of Claudia playing the piano in front of a family and Lestat sitting with the family. And then the next scene is caskets being brought out of the house. Uh, I I might've been dozing during this one, potentially. Hopefully not, but maybe. There's some parts in this. Like I said, it just, there's just some parts that just seem really long. And then some parts that I wish were longer like in just recognizing each thing. I wish Armand's part was longer. Like I wish he yes. had more of a presence. Yeah. So like if he's if he's the oldest vampire alive, like he should have more knowledge and the do thing. Like he was only in like three major scenes. True. I was like, yeah, okay. I wish they would have given him him a backstory. Yeah. And how come? I'm like or like dove into it and like describe the old ways versus the new ways. I agree. That seems to be, you know, that I'm thinking about with the whole Blade thing. That seems to be like a common thread because even in Blade, there was like, there, it was like that. There was like the pure bloods versus the, another weird like Harry Potter thing where you're like a pure vampire and you're born a vampire com- compared to making one. So you got to have the old ways of being born into it compared to the new ways of just being like bit, I guess. Yeah, Twilight kind of has that too. Like the Volturi are like the old ways, like the old world. And everyone else is living in the new world of like trying to live and blend in with humans. The Volturi like don't care. They're like, yeah, we're here. We're here. It's okay. I can't stand, cannot stand Twilight. I've never even watched it. I just recently watched like (laughs) all of them back to back to back to back because they put it on Netflix. And I read all the books. I was more of a fan of the books. But did you know, fun fact of the day, yes. uh, Twilight, the first one, was meant to be like an indie film that nobody ever saw. It should have stayed that way. Yeah, well, it didn't. <laughs> well, it didn't. <laughs> and then I was happy at the end. <clears throat> Excuse me. I was happy at the end to see Lestat just kind of, you know, recluse in his little broken down mansion. Eating rats. I felt like trying to survive. Yeah. It was it was weird that like the way Louis was like, I could smell it and I knew what it was. No mortal could smell. Like he knew where he was exactly where he was going. And I like when like broken down the stats, just like, Will you stay with me? He goes, No. I'm like, I don't want to stay with you. What are you doing? (laughs) You want to come back? What you did to me two hundred years ago? Like, come on, man. Wouldn't you have moved? Who, if you were Lestat or if you were, yeah, if you were Lestat, wouldn't you have been like, I'm out of here at some point, like in New Orleans after you just got burned? I, I, I don't know if he had the means to move. Also, like looking the way he did, like there was no way, like he was gonna get away. Like, true. Plus, with everything going on at the plantation, like the voodoo and like whatnot, like yeah. they would have, yeah, they would have figured it out pretty quick. They would have gotten him big yeah. time. 
that was pretty awesome to see all the voodoo or santeria or whatever it was that was some sweet little part where they were like we're coming at you yep <laughs> and then louis bust out of the house with his um like house lady yeah. he's like he your master is the face, devil yeah. you're as of this point you're all free men take her and run I like how they were like standing what? there like huh <laughs> like we we're coming to kill you wait a minute and then he's like no it's fine no i'm, I'm good get out of here guys yeah you guys go you're free you're good what would you i mean, would you have been like yeah well he freed us i'm out i'd have been the first one out of there but cool peace out you would think if I'm free, I'm, but I'm still living here though, because this is a nice mansion. Like I'm, and it was super funny. Cause like, while he's setting the mansion on fire, they're outside like cheering. Yeah. But well, now they have no place to live like for real, real. Yeah. No, they got a place to live. They got houses. He doesn't have a house anymore. Cause he's burning his down. That's true. Yeah. They probably have like the plantation house. Yeah. They just couldn't live in, live in that nice house. luxury. Yeah. yeah. Living large. <laughs> <laughs> so what did uh the end of the movie? The whole uh with where is that it is Christian Slater. I always get him yeah. get, get mixed up. And then Lestat just comes out of nowhere on the golden. Oh gate. yeah, it butts like out of the back of the car or something. Yeah. And like the thing too is like he looked fine. He didn't look like he did in the old mansion like he just looked fine like how that is a durable vampire he got back to it (laughs) killing san francisco just straight gotta do it straight murdering dudes going on like a horror movie (laughs) fest and something and just taking them out (laughs) one by one I also like the part when Christian Slater is just driving, like before Lestat comes out, like he was just so excited and he was just like, I got to go. And I like, I don't know where he was going. And he just like puts the tape back in. Like he didn't just hear the entire interview. Yeah. I, well, maybe he's checking it for sound quality and stuff. Maybe. Seeing if he actually got all of it. Yeah. I would. Or like seeing if it was real. I was worried that like the vampire voice wouldn't come through. So it would just be him. So like, let's just start from the beginning. And then it's just pe- like blank. Like, there's <laughs> nothing on there. And then him just answer, asking another question. Yeah. Like two hours later, he's like, all right, well, what happened next? Like <laughs> nothing. Did you know there is a sequel to this? Yes. And I will. And I couldn't believe it when I saw it that they actually made a sequel to this. I've never seen the sequel. It's What is it? I like didn't want to see it. I don't think. Tom Cruise or Brad Pitt are in it. No, no, it's like considered the Vampire Chronicles, so like right. it's different per movie. Well, you can't just leave Lestat alive and well again, and then just nothing. That's just how they did movies; like they just let the mind wander. But if they're making a sequel, you have to at least touch on it. Yeah, like, I don't. I haven't seen the movie unless it was like a prequel, and it was before, like a prequel sequel, like yeah, like before Lestat. Maybe. No, it's. It was made in 2002. Could have still been like... Right, like they could have came out with a second movie that was meant to be a prequel to the previous movie. I don't... Kind of like like how Here's the background of how vampires came about. This is the old world. Like maybe that's when they like delve in on the old world and the old ways. Kind of like how Star Wars came out with like the first or like the middle episodes and then later. Yeah, but this one was just like the beginning plot. 
the vampire Lestat is awakened from de- decades of slumber by the sound of a hard oh. rock band. Please, Interesting. It proceeds <laughs> to take over as their lead singer. That is like the first sentence of like the plot. What the heck? Wait, that's for Queen of the Damned? Yeah. Wow. The uh, whatever streaming app it's on, because I know it's on, I know Queen of the Damned's on one of them definitely did not have that as their like uh their plot? description. Yeah. What was that description? I don't remember it in like in like I can't remember it now. But is it does it say Tom Cruise on there? No, Stuart Townsend. Well, that's not fair. I don't you can't just take that character away from somebody. You played Dorian Gray in the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. That's the only thing I would have known him from. I don't think I've seen that one. Yeah, he's so you, and it's weird because he's from. Excuse me, he's from Ireland. So does he have an accent, or does he do a really good French accent like Lestat did? Now I'm confused. Yeah, now I'm super confused too. Because why would you even? Is I mean, like, recasting is a thing for sure, but. Well, yeah. Well, you still could have rocked Tom Cruise. He still looks like Maverick from whatever plastic surgery. Don't come after me, Scientology. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's only eight years later. It's fine. Yeah, but why would you not? Maybe because he didn't want to do it. Maybe. I should look that up. Like, why didn't Tom Cruise play the stat in Queen of the Damned? really like angry but he's awakened by a hard rock band that's interesting a hard rock band and then all of a sudden he becomes the lead singer he probably killed the lead singer he probably like saw the fame that he had and he's like wait i know how to be more famous killed it unless it's like a indie rock band and it's just not good beat off of groupies true i don't think this really needed a sequel i know there's there, there's books to this right i know this was based on a book because that was like the only thing i knew is that tom cruise and brad pitt was in it kirsten dunce talked about who did she kiss um brad pitt brad pitt that her first kiss ever was with brad pitt this was like her first kiss as as you know <laughs> like girl to guy for first kiss was with brad pitt right and then it was written by Anne Rice. That's all I knew coming into this. So to see her that. first kiss ever at eight years old was Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. Interesting. That's probably why her mom didn't want her to play it. Because Brad Pitt was what, 20 something? I think in 94. This was about at the height of everything. Right. This, um, I just Googled why Tom Cruise didn't, um, return. Right. Um, this first, the first article I read said he declined, like he just declined to play. This one says that, um, the, um, director said he was too old to play list at. Ooh, come on. Um, old ass. Yeah. That's uncalled for. Well, they should have not waited so long to make the sequel. That's their fault. Yeah, but. But it, it was funny because like this next line in the article said, but then at age 50, like 10 years after, so 20 years after interview with a vampire, 10 years after queen of the damned, um, that same director cast him to play a rock singer in rack of ages, <laughs> a rock singer. So instead of using Lestat the vampire as a rock singer, yeah, 
stupid. But is he like an older, like, is it like an older rock group though for that second one? Maybe. For Queen of the Damned? Um, no, for the uh, other, that second movie. For Rock of Ages? Yeah. I've never seen it. Me either. I've never seen, wait, Rock of Ages. But funny enough, the um, guy that did end up playing Lestat was 10 years younger than Tom Cruise at the time. So just as old as he was in Interview with a Vampire. Well, yeah. Minus two, but still close enough. I have to see it now. Like I have to, like I was so like I was so invested in interview with a vampire to see Queen of the Damned. I don't want to see either. <laughs> it's not Tom Cruise anymore. It's fine. Uh, Some Dutch or a what'd you say? Irish. Irish guy. Hubert Townsend. I thought it was that guy. What's his name? Uh, Giovanni Rabziani or something. I can't remember how to say his name. I got nothing. <laughs> I'm horrible. I can't pronounce a name. <laughs> See, I should do. You should do just a whole English one right here. Right. <laughs> you got pronounce actors' names. Yeah, you got Tom there. Cruise and uh, Brad Pitt down. You got yeah. those. <laughs> I can't remember Christian Slater compared to Kevin Bacon anymore. Fair enough. I don't know. Sometimes they look the same, but when I saw it, I didn't even know Christian Slater was in this, and I saw him, I was like, whoa. It had a pretty big budget there. It did do good yeah. at the box office, but the moment I saw that cast, I'm like, this movie has to be good. <laughs> the moment I saw the cast. Was it... Kristen Dunst played such a mature role. Like yes. her parents didn't even want her in that movie. She had to kiss Brad Pitt. Well, yeah, but like she was playing such a mature role because she had to play like an older woman inside, like trapped inside this yeah. little girl. And I think that's crazy. Like you can definitely, <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> and murder. Me. Like you can definitely tell like what a great actress she was going to be. Yeah. Just based on that. I didn't like her in Spider-Man. I don't care if you liked her or not in Spider-Man. I liked her in Spider-Man and I liked her in this movie. <laughs> I liked her in this movie. I feel she was the only bright point in this whole entire movie. If you ask I like Brad Pitt. The only what? right point in this whole entire movie where I was like good. Hmm. that was like a good actor a good character the stat annoyed the crap out of me Louie annoyed the crap out of me he was just whiny he was like oh who Louie yeah, yeah. Anytime, anytime something didn't go his way or like he like had his like morals like come over him he was just a whiny little baby and I love Brad Pitt. He was just whiny. They mentioned <laughs> like, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. No. <laughs> uh, Armando mentioned that too. That he was like a vampire with morals, and no vampire pretty much had morals. Cause yeah, because that kind of like dies off with you. But maybe that was like his first power ever was the fact that he wasn't able to let go of his humanity. But ironically enough, he didn't even want to live as a human. Like he didn't want to live. He's like, I don't want this. So of course, like. When list going back to the beginning, when Lestat first has him like up in the air on that ship after he killed the like prostitute and the pimp, <laughs> um, he had him up in the air and he's like, "Are right, do you still want to die or have you had enough? He's like, I had enough, like dropped him. But of course, as he's a vampire, like he can't let go of his humanity that he is so definitely didn't want. <laughs> right. It's just 
that was the other thing too like the special effects in a lot of these parts i understand it was 1994 but being a sci-fi geek and knowing what special effects i could see in the 80s this stuff was horrible okay <laughs> if i want to get into that the flying I was like, are they flying or are they just kind of spinning around fast in the beginning when Lestat had them? And I'm like, oh. And then once it got to the mass, I was like, oh, they're flying. And as Kirsten Dunst and everybody watching the uh, watching the city burn, yeah. after they burned Lestat, that green screen was just horrible. <laughs> okay, this is 1994. That looked about the same special effects from like 1985 what was the budget for this movie maybe that's why 60 million so what brad pitt got 20 tom cruise yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) antonio banderas got like five or something that i just don't and you could tell they used the soundstage a lot when he first turns brad pitt into a vampire in that little tomb area you could tell that was a sound stage that was not yeah inside. so the, that stuff annoyed me like step up your special effects game step you've it ever, up you've ever seen flight of the navigator i think that was made in 85 or 86 and that had better special effects than this i have not seen it unfortunately oh it's a great movie flight of the navigator last starfighter those are all great movies with made like in the early to mid 80s well, pretty good special effects for the time. Yeah. So, oh, you got anything? You got one more? Yeah, I was going to say I like the part when uh, Louis burns down Armand's entire part before he saves him. And he's just, he's just running around hacking people to bits after <laughs> he just running around decapitating people, cutting people in half. Oh, with, the, with that sickle? That was, yeah. I like that. I like to watch because those people understand it was like the old ways but that was a little uncalled for to like kill the girl and then the one lady she was just like there right she was like uh, claudia no what's her name the one that claudia wanted as her companion she said make her my companion before you leave and she was just like hey guys i want to be a vampire and the next thing you know they're like yeah guess what guilty by association you're gonna die too yep that seemed confused me why didn't at least claudia just like hide underneath the dress from the sun like hide underneath the whole like her put her whole body underneath that dress because like there's a scene where they shoot it from like the upper angle and like she has so much room on the floor from her long flowy dress like claudia could just went underneath it the someone never gotten to her i didn't even think about that yeah like granted their clothes also turned to ash and dust but like i feel like if she was underneath it she wouldn't have yeah but what happens if uh she did that and then the lady's clothes goes to ash and dust and then the sun like gets her anyway maybe extra scene they we'll never need know. to pay her yeah, for it. we'll never know there you go right there that's how that works right right there there's the boss there's the boss there he is i was gonna say a little walking by mac johnson behind behind us no, for real for real <laughs> anybody have anything else they want to point out on this wackiness movie before we kind of give our final thoughts no, I think I'm good on that. Yeah, I'm good too. I kind of think I hit every point. I was going to try to find the breakdown of the budget and see who got paid the most and whatnot, but couldn't find it. 
I'm going to assume Brad Pitt got paid the most. No, or Tom Cruise. I'm thinking uh, Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise was the leading. I did see that in there. He was considered the lead of the movie. Of the movie Crazy. and supporting cast was Brad Pitt. Jesus. Kirsten Dunst. I mean, he did have the funnest character. As Ooh. annoying as he was. Lestat, uh, for yeah, sure. That was. I like looking like watching movies and like who do I who would I want to play? I would absolutely want to play Lestat in this movie. I wouldn't. He's so fun. He's not fun. He's pompous and he like Yeah, but that's fun to act like that though. You don't have to be like that. You just I know, but like, he, like everyone watching the movie, I'm pretty sure hated Lestat. True. Yeah, but aren't yeah. you like is are is your wrestling character a heel though? Yeah. So there you go. You're, yeah. You're gonna you're gonna gravitate what your what your wrestling character is. I mean, for real, I've only met you once in real life, but you're not like a heel to me. When I think of Jack, I'm not thinking heel. Like I'm not thinking bad guy, but it's kind of that you go oh, in real life. I'm in real life. I'm great. But like yeah. in fake life, come on, man, I can yeah. do what I want. I don't know who now that that's a great question that you brought that up. Who would I want to play? Armand's a cool character. I would rather be Armand. If I yeah. had to pick one, I think he's the less annoying uh, there's conflict in him, as you can tell, when he puts Louie into the, when they put Louie into the casket and everything. But he just seems to be the most less annoying. Or the one guy, what's his name? Santi, the Santiago guy that kind of like walks on the walls and just starts messing with Brad, with uh, yeah. Brad Pitt or Louie when they're, when they're in Paris before he meets Armand. Oh yeah, the guy that like kind of did like, uh, like kinda mirrored like, him. Yeah, like the mind yeah. vampire. I think I'd probably be that guy just to annoy people, but then I would die <laughs> fiery blaze, but Hey, got to do what you got to do. I think you should add that to like your questions at the end. Like which character would you prefer to play and why? I think it's just there. a personal yeah, thing. I like that. Yeah. We're, gonna add that. we're definitely gonna, we're, we're adding that for every episode now. Heck yeah. I think I want to be the interview guy. <laughs> you sit there, you ask three questions a movie and you're good. <laughs> and then you get paid. <laughs> yeah. And then you die at the end because and you die at the end. Well, I don't know if he dies, but he gets because like he's still alive. He gets bitten for sure, but like I don't know if the stat turns him into a vampire. Maybe we find that out if Christian Slater's in the sequel. That'd be cool. Maybe. Nice, nah, too old. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because I think it's set more in like the future, right? Hmm. Interesting. I'm still not watching it. I, I'm, I'm not. I've watching. gone this long without watching it. I don't think I need to. I'll watch it myself. Fine. <laughs> you, you sleep at night anyway, Austin. Yeah, that's true. I do. <laughs> I think I got to be severely bored to watch that. So let's get into. Uh, we'll do rating system and our final thoughts here. Uh, rating system. Once again, if this is the first time watching, uh, four categories. Starting off with the worst is burn that film. Horrible movie. Not suitable for human eye, human for this is weird that I actually have this for this one for human eyes or any living thing's eyes, or can we say vampire's eyes since they're yeah. not living? There we go. We'll tie that in there. One and done, uh, good movie, but would not watch it again. Rewatch, would watch it again if you were bored. And favorite, would watch it even if it's on cable. So let's go, Marley, ladies first. Um, so I've seen this many, 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 many times. So I'm going to go ahead with a rewatch, but, um, if I'm bored, cause that last one kind of did me in, I don't know if I could watch it again. It's, it's getting pretty cringy. Since you, 
since you've watched it so many times, do you think it aged well? No. No. <laughs> Does not age well. The first time you watch it, though, it's, it's I believe, I guess, in, um, if you're a woman and you watch it, <laughs> I'm sorry. you'll it's- like it. <laughs> I'm just teasing. It's fine. I think the first time you watch it, you might need to watch it again because it is such a long movie and it's so dragged out. Like you would miss some spots. Like I feel like you would just kind of glaze over the first time you watched it. So I say if you watch it once, give it like a couple months and then watch it again and see how you feel about it. But at this point in time, I would only watch it if I was bored. Fair. Jack, how do you feel? I'd give it a rewatch, but probably the same way, only if I was bored. I liked it, and I definitely missed a couple parts, but I didn't think it was a bad movie for... See, that's what I'm saying. you got to watch it a second time. I, I'm going <laughs> to have to. I watched Queen of the Damned first, though. No. Yeah. <laughs> Andrew. Uh, I'm one and done. I don't ever want to watch this movie again. <laughs> I, I, this I'm going to hack little... into his freaking <laughs> fire stick or whatever he's got and just keep playing it. <laughs> This is one of those ones, though, where I'm really glad, like, I have you guys on this show, because I would have never picked this in a million years, and I'm glad I did watch it, but in my mind, it just, it had some cool parts, but nothing where I would sit back and say, ooh, I need to watch this again. Like, I re- I really don't ever want to watch this again. Um, <laughs> this is coming it's crazy from- that you're rating it that with the cast, though. Like, it's crazy to hear that. The cat, I think it's personally, I don't like the movie, but as a movie fan and a fan of movies, I think it's really good. I think, I think it's good in that case. Is it my type of movie? No, that's how I'm kind of rating it is if it's my type of movie, I don't want any, I'm done with it. I watched it. Cool. Brad Pitt. Cool. Tom Cruise. All right. If I'm gonna watch something with Tom Cruise, I'm watching Days of Thunder. I'm watching Risk. <laughs> I'm watching Top Gun. Those are my Tom Cruise movies. Okay. Brad Pitt. Uh, I like it when he plays a dorky kind of guy, and he kind of does this in this where he's where he's whiny, but he's not dorky in a way. Right. Like uh, what is it? Burn after reading or something like that, where he, he plays like some personal trainer. I liked him in that role. Uh, but I understand the cast movie-wise, like as a fan of movies, it's really good. Like if I was going to say that, I would say definitely go check it out. If you're a fan of movies, go check it out. But me personally, for what I like, no, I'm not I'm not ever touching this again. <laughs> unless my wife like unless my wife's like let's watch this. This is probably the only way I'm going to watch this. <laughs> and that's just how I feel about it. I felt it got a little bit too long at wrong points not long enough at enough points and i don't know it seemed more chick flickish than anything and i love a good chick flick like i love crossroads with brit spears don't get me wrong uh, <laughs> but that's just how i felt about this it just didn't it was just too it seemed like a really bad buddy cop movie. That's all I felt. <laughs> okay. That's, that's pretty much my end on that. Fair enough. Yeah. 
So do you guys got anything you want to plug? Anything going on? I'm good. Yeah, no I'm, plugs. I'm all right. You're Andrew, all right? I think it's your turn to pick the movie, though, if I recall correctly. Yeah, and I think you guys are going to hate me on this one. Oh, geez. Great, great. <laughs> We're not going to watch it. <laughs> I'm going to pick, and it's an animated movie. It's an animated movie. And it, I can do animated. If it's The Last Unicorn, I'm in. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. It's... Uh, <laughs> It, it's, it, it doesn't have a unicorn, but it has something that sounds the same as a unicorn. It has a character named Unicron, and that is the 1986 animated Transformers movie. This oh, movie, I'm in. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this movie uh, touches me to this day, so I want to see, like... After I watch this movie, it's gonna it's gonna kind of kill my day. I went over this with uh, <laughs> Chris Chavez when we talked about on one of the episodes. It's gonna kind of kill my day. So certain parts you might see me get choked up as we're talking about it. But All thank right. you guys for coming on. Uh, I can't wait to review this one. It's gonna be it's gonna be pretty sweet. I think so. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad to be back. So right. I won't disappear next episode, I promise. Just don't fall asleep during the movie. I will do my best. <laughs> you, this one's really short, sweet, to the point. It's 48 minutes long. Like, <laughs> I can do I it. Think, I think it's not even an hour and a half. Oh, perfect. Oh, great. Money. Oh, it's just so, so We're going to pick Titanic and y'all are going to be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if you pick Titanic, the, you're gonna, that's going to be like a two-hour episode. I'll have to report. Yo, for yeah. real record my part before <laughs> i even talk to you guys uh runtime 85 minutes easy not too bad not even an hour and a half money great soundtrack too so we'll, we'll get into that later so thank you guys for coming on and remember to check out new episodes of let's talk but no politics okay every sunday on the bicbp radio network apple podcast spotify google podcast amazon music make sure you check out bonus episodes every Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern on the Helium Radio Network. Also, YouTube, and check out the Facebook page as well. And with that being said, good morning, good afternoon, and good Okay, we all see celebrity stories on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, anywhere we can absorb information from every day. But what about the people in our hometowns who make the world go around but don't get any recognition for it? Hi, I'm Dan Torres, and my podcast, Your Average Ordinary, focuses on those people. Those people that have extraordinary lives, jobs, hobbies, talents that you may not even know about that you walk past on the street every day. Join me every Saturday as I'm joined with a new friend to talk about how their average ordinary life impacts so many others. And there's so much to talk about because there are so many different people. You like movies? We talk about that. You like acting? We talk about that a lot. You like video games? I'm always talking about video games. Join us every Saturday, Your Average Ordinary, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere you can find.